Happy Masturbation Month, lovers. Welcome to Sex with Emily. Today is the first of several shows that's dedicated to this self-loving month. Because, hey, masturbation, sex with someone you love. But how did it start, Masturbation Month? Why does it deserve a whole month? And how can you make the most of it to actually improve your sex life? We will be answering all these questions and more. So thanks for listening. If you've listened to the show the last couple months, you've probably heard me talk about a unique product called The Womanizer. A while back, the owners of the company asked if they could send me one to test out, which, of course, you know me, I agreed to it. I own and review a lot of toys, and I was fairly confident I've tried every category of product around, but I was wrong. The Womanizer was designed in Germany, and unlike anything else on the market, it indirectly stimulates the clitoris using suction. It's kind of like a sexy ear thermometer. It has a silicone cylinder on the face that you place over your clitoris, kind of like how a partner might use their mouth. And while it's on, you can vary the suction and move it around to create an amazingly intense experience. In fact, most women in their focus group achieve orgasm in one minute. That's right, a 60-second orgasm. You can just knock it out if you want. So I tried the Womanizer, and they weren't kidding. It's amazing. The suction is adjustable, and you can position it to create so many different sensations. It's The Womanizer is really in a category of its own, and I suggest you check it out for yourself. Go to sexwithemily.com and click on the Womanizer banner for more information. You got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean? Like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. Well, you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com where you can do so many things there. You can easily subscribe to the podcast. Did you know that little button on the top? What does it look like, man? It's a little, the little subscription button? Yeah. It's a little iTunes icon? Mm-hmm. Oh, and, yeah. and then if you do that, you get two, two shows a week automatically. You'll just get them. You register. You never miss another show again. How it awesome rules. is that? It rules. It rules. So do that. Check out our mailing. Uh, sign up for our mailing list because I love sending you ma- emails and people love my email. I give really good. At- you actually saw my email today. They're yeah. like they're like you know they're interesting. They're informative and uh, it'll change your life. Hi. Hi. And also, uh, never forget to do a review of the show on iTunes. Exactly. We love it. We'd love to hear from you on iTunes. What you think of the show? Um, people tell us what you rip you apart though. Oh my god, <laughs> I get on the daily. Really? Yeah. Like where? Oh, well, because I do... Um, the morning show? Morning show, morning talk radio. And all oh, it comes from everything. It comes from Twitter. It comes from text messages. It comes from emails. Just people just love to dissect you. And they it's do. funny because, like, one thing that one person dislikes, another person absolutely loves. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's why you can't... I mean, I love hearing your feedback. It's true. But some people, yeah, you hear different things all the time. And it's hard when you're in this business because you're public. So people are going to be like, oh, I love this. And you got to then, like, take all the criticism or all the advice then you like check in with yourself you're like what feels right to me yeah maybe they're right about this maybe they're wrong about that but really you know but i listen to you all i do read you but if a lot of people say the same thing 
then maybe you listen to that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, no, you're I like, don't, I don't give a crap. I don't, give I don't crap. care. I just do what I do. I know. Well, you're very good at doing what you do. Thank so you, you so much. Check out his show, The Woody Show. The Woody Show, yeah. It's in Los Angeles, uh, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Uh, Such a bummer because I wake ni- up at 10. So. Yeah, <laughs> on Alt 98.7. But uh, they do podcast The Woody Show. It's not about sex, so you're not going to find You always me. say that, but my listeners have other I desires and interests. But I don't want to I mean, just, barely, right? I, Guys, I you're wanna, all nymphomaniacs. They're like, but, oh, what a great, another sex podcast. No, it's no, not. It's, it's not. about it's like, pop culture and topics. and Pop what? Just kidding. Pop culture and no, news. No, yesterday, and... I know pop culture. I've heard of it. But yesterday, I was on Ross Matthews' podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's fun. Ross, yeah. he's been, he started out in, uh, intern Ross on... Yeah. Leno, and then he had his own show, and now he has a podcast here in our studio. He's on Chelsea a bunch yeah, of times. Chelsea yeah, Chelsea Lately. Yeah. He's awesome. It was so funny, but I'm like, mm. oh my God, he's so pop culture. Like, And I'm getting yeah. better, because I live in LA, and it's like I don't speak the language. It's like I'm in China, and I'm trying to ask people for directions, and they're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, really here, like at the dinner. Like, it's so funny, because my friend said to me the other day, She's like, you're the only friend I don't talk about television with. I'm like, yeah, because I don't watch it, but I'm working on it. So, but it was really fun podcast. Years, I know you told me that in San Francisco, and you guys do you really want me to sit here and break down the Kardashians. I mean, yes, like Bruce Jenner, that's relatable. I mean, that's relevant because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. of the transgender. You know, I get that, but really, but but also, I'm just saying, you say that for the show, but now just being a person living in LA, yeah, I got to watch House of Cards. I know, or whatever it is. Well, then there's people in the building. Or walking by the building or walking outside constantly. And you're like, who's that? And I'm like, I know. It's freaking blah, 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 blah. I know. The biggest <laughs> celebrity in the world facing yeah. next to me. I'm like, who are you? Yeah. Pass us off. Just right before the studio, uh, Rob, uh, not Rob, um, D. Schneider was here and uh, Sebastian <gasps> Bach were here like half hour before he, he Really? Got here. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> now name where they're from. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, that was fun. So his podcast is yeah. really fun and it's coming out, I think, like this week. So check out Straight Talk with Ross Matthews. It was a fun show. Um, how have you been? I've been great. Uh, I'm leaving for Vegas. I'm going to go to Rock and Rio. Me and too. And we're going to be there at the same time. I'm leaving time. at, okay. So. Uh, what What's your plans? What are you doing? I'm hanging out at the Hard Rock. There's some of that. I'm going with Lynette and Adam. The Corolla, there's like a Mangria thing. Oh, nice. Yeah. What day You're, is I'm welcome to bring people. Saturday. Saturday, okay. I'm gonna have to. Figure we'll talk out about times. this after. Because I have to. I have to work. You're busy. What else? Yeah, I'm working too. Rocking. I'm working, Rio. drinking really, really hard yeah. at the rehab party. Whatever it's called. You know that rehab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's for fun. That's awesome. I know. I'm so psyched. I mean, I'm. Oh, I can't wait. I've been traveling a lot, and it's you know, I realize after all this time, I can actually take time off, and things are good, and I'm actually yeah. better for it. Don't you feel that? When yeah, you relax? yeah. You have a great support team. Oh my god, awesome, Hitting, Madison. Uh, she hi. rocks. She's here. Hi, Madison. Hello. Yeah. Um, so you can, you know. I know it's weird break. though, but you've seen me for ten years. We've been doing. Okay, here's another thing, Ma- Madison. Yes. I was gonna say Madison. I was gonna Madison, be like a, 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 yeah. Ma- Madison. You call me Madison. Madison. It's cool. So. <laughs> Okay, so Menace and I, I've been doing this show for 10 years, and it started as a podcast in my living room. Just a little background if you didn't know this. I just, you know, I had not had the best sex in my life yet, and I thought, I want to find out from other people how you have amazing sex, because people are like, I had the best sex, and also relationships, so I invited people over, had a podcast in my living room. Six months later, I get a call, which is like a dream for anyone, nothing like this has happened since. (laughs) <laughs> I've had some good stuff, but it was CBS radio in San Francisco, free FM. Mm-hmm. And they said, Hey, we love your podcast. Come do a live show. So I was like, Holy moly. That was six months in. I do a live radio show. Menace is assigned to my show as the board engineer. Yeah. Like, so we didn't really talk. No, I mean, it's a little bit. It was, bit, 10, it was but, 2005. Yeah. yeah. And we just met, but at first we didn't really, we weren't really friends as much. I was like no, talking and trying like, to figure out radio. God, man. 
Chicks drive me crazy. on the radio. But I learned a lot, and Menace has always stuck by me. Like, seriously, and then the show is off the air because they got anything. And radio is a tough business, but it I've is. always stuck with the podcast. I've got 2,000. Mm-hmm. Menace has been on many of them, and I just I appreciate you. I thank you. It's 10 years. I think we have to have a blowout live show. That'd be fun. It'd be so great. I'm saying. That was just breaking it down for <laughs> people right, why it's important so and why you need to drive across country. And I love you, and I appreciate you. Uh, I don't you know if too. I tell you that enough. So, okay. We have a lot to cover because – Here's the thing. You might be thinking, like, masturbation won't, like, every guy I tell. Like, today I was just on a, a radio show. Mike Catherwood, who hosts Loveline, has a morning daytime show, filled in for Drew. And he was like, well, every day's masturbation. That's what every guy says to me. Mm-hmm. Every day's masturbation day. Okay, I get that. But I'm going to break down for you today, like, why it is so important, especially for women, too. If you're with someone and you're like, why isn't she orgasming or what? Why doesn't she tell me what she likes? This is for her, too. So we're going to get into the nitty-gritty of how it will blow your sex life through the roof if you just take some time diddling your body. That'd be great. And I've got some sex in the news. Uh-huh. And I know, did you have something that you were excited about to share first? Yeah, sex in the news. Um, there was this story. I love when you're excited. This story out of Florida. This Always couple, out of Florida. Weird. Yeah. This couple, well, one of them, the, the male, might get 15 years because they had sex on the beach. They had Doesn't sex everybody on, have sex the, on the beach yeah, in Florida? I guess it was out in the public. The guy had uh, some some uh, prior record or something oh. like that. So he might get 15 years. And then also the chick that's involved uh, might get some time too. For having sex? Was it daylight? It was daylight on the beach. and Like I naked? Some people were they under saw a blanket? Or like the... Indecent exposure type stuff. And Sex yeah. on the beach is so overrated BTW mm-hmm. because you get sand in places you don't want it at yeah. all. And it's fun at night, maybe. Okay, don't do it because obviously it's illegal. But like if no one's around and you're on a beach chair and you've got plenty of towels. Yeah. Oh, my God. Really, were they drunk or were they? Uh, I, uh, I It didn't say. So the cops drunk. come up and they're like, hey. Yeah. She's like, he's, she's like, I'm almost there. One minute, yeah. officer. Calm down. Oh, my God. 15 years? 15 it's years. It's a beach. It's Florida. That's stupid. Yeah, but it. I thought that but was... But it is illegal. Yeah, I thought that was crazy. That is crazy. But always the crazy sex stories come out of Florida or Texas. Yeah. But it was so funny because we're reading all these stories uh, at the same time. So this guy is like almost fa- facing 15 years. And then uh, we read stories about like horrific things and people get like, yeah, you know, like six two months. Minutes. Or, yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> you it's know? terrible. So we had sex outdoors. You buy a little buzz going. Yeah. I mean, I don't recommend it. There's kids around. It's that, not so great. But 15 years. Uh, You're going to waste taxpayer dollars on holding him because he was like got a little rand, randy outside. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But okay. Exclude all your, you know, sec- wild sex orgy parties and, you know, st- uh, situations that you might have been in. Have you ever just, like, walked up on somebody having sex randomly out in public? Um, in- you know what? I don't think I have. It's so funny. I I don't I – f- I've definitely run into people, like, mashing, hooking up, mm-hmm. craziness, but not, like, actually going at it. Have you? I Yeah, I have. I, I remember – Besides your parents – just no, kidding. I was in uh, I was in middle school. I was probably fifth or sixth grade, and uh, I was going to summer school, and uh, it was like recess or something like that. We go out there, and these <laughs> these teenagers are out in the middle of the field during the day having sex in the middle of the field, and then uh, like hundreds and hundreds <laughs> of kids come out onto the ground, and they're still going at it. And then so, like, they called them yard duties. Right. The, you know, the people in charge had to go over there and break them up. Oh, my God. Was that the first live public sex act then you ever saw? 
I think so. Yeah. That's I so mean, dumb. like I saw when I was six years old, I I saw porno by accident. Right. Oops. But, uh, yeah, live uh, like actually, actual sex. That's what I saw. Yeah. I did. I think the high school is a popular place for people to have sex because when I graduated from or when I moved to San Francisco after college, mm-hmm. I had a boyfriend and I brought him back to Michigan to meet my family. And we were out at night and I was like, oh, you got to see where I went to high school. So mm-hmm. I drove him to my high school. We park. It was like a Saturday night. And I'm like, let me walk around. And then we went into the, like the football yeah. field and then we started fooling around. We weren't having sex, but then the cops pulled up. Oh, no. And we got, in, like, they were like, you have to leave now. But I didn't get arrested. So I think we <laughs> might, I might have had sex because it just seemed yeah. kind of fun, you know? I was yeah. like, high school. Oh, man. I remember one time uh, this girl and I were dating. and We, we went out somewhere. I forgot. And they're like, oh, you know, you want to. There was this, like, man-made lake where I lived. It was in Newark, California. And they called it the lake. So we pull up to the lake, and it's like. 2 a.m. and she was driving and for some reason we were at like a dress up thing so she had like a lot of makeup on and so we're making out and suddenly this car pulls up the lights shine onto the car and as a police officer and he comes and he taps on the window and we're like oh crap and like he's checking our IDs and all this stuff and then I'm like talking to the officer you know and he he was cool he let us go right so I get home and I immediately I go into the restroom. I look in the mirror, and like she had so much eye makeup on. Oh no! That it looked like I had a black eye. Oh my god! So I was talking to the police officer with a black eye right. the hilarious. entire time, full of makeup. Oh my god! It was that's hilarious. bad. That's like, so funny. Oh, I mean, we're, not, right. yeah, we're, we're not. We're not doing, doing anything, anything, officer. Yeah, yeah. I just have makeup, mascara all over my face. Okay, let's get into my sex in the news. Today. All right, that's our sex in the news. Yes. Some more stuff. Okay, go for it. this is interesting because actually a few people texted this to me today. My best friend in Chicago was like, "Did you see this?" Okay, it was a study that came out. Baby boomer, boomers and Gen Xers had more sex partners than millennials. All right. I'm not so sure about this study. Down. Okay, so here we go. The general theory now about mm-hmm. is that millennials are more open about sex and have more sexual partners than any generation before them. But according to a new study published in the Archives of Sexual Behavior, only one of these theories is actually true. So via time.com uh, mm-hmm. included 33. 3,000 people and found that premarital sex is more accepted than ever with a whopping 58% of respondents in 2012 saying they thought there was nothing wrong with sex before compared to 44% in 2004. So whatever, we're all into maritals. I don't understand people who aren't into premarital sex because we'll get mm-hmm. to that in a moment. But anyway, Wait, it, you're saying so the younger generation right now is having less sex? Um, no, we're gonna get oh, to that moment. Okay. That was the headline. But now th- that's the thing about this article. There's a headline. That's I have headline. some theories about. That. Okay, we, we, me too. But we're gonna talk about that. But first of all, they're just saying that that Americans are more open to premarital sex, which. Duh. Thank God. Because <laughs> you don't want to think, like, I really love this person, so that means our sex life is going to be awesome. Let's get married, walk down the aisle, and find out that it sucks. So, no, premarital sex, that's great. You know, a lot has to do with religion and all that. And that is compared to um, 44% only in 2004 and then 28%. So, anyway, we're all feeling good about that. So, um, also, it seems logical by this data to assume that millennials are also laissez-faire with their number. What's it say, sex partners? Uh it doesn't even talk about the sex partnership. Whatever. Okay, so this data, it says, uh, millennials are laissez-faire with their number of sexual partners, people assume. But according to the study, the baby boomer, boomer, boomers, I can't say the word, baby boomers, and early Gen Xers born in the 50s and 60s have had the most sexual partners, an average of 11, followed by those born in the 40s or 70s who averaged about 10 partners, 
millennials born in the 80s and 1990s have an average of eight partners. Okay, so although millennials are more tolerant of these behaviors, they're not, talk, they're not taking that license to sleep around. She noted the decline has more to do with increasing information about HIV, STDs. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, and millennials have never known a world where premarital sex was a taboo, first of all, so that makes sense. But, okay, let me tell you why this study makes no sense to me. Millennials, they're in their 20s. Their numbers are still climbing. So, yeah, maybe they've had eight now, but I think since people are delaying marriage, no one's committing or getting into relationships, not nobody, but it's it's less typical for people in their 20s to be striving for a relationship or marriage before that. So how would this study even make sense if their numbers are eight at 25, what's going to be at 35? So this study is kind of like, I love it, 33,000 participants. It's legit. Mm-hmm. And then can you imagine, like I said, not yeah. having premarital sex? I mean, the whole, what do I, you think? I understand what, what you're saying, but I also hear like there's so much more information like the older generation, oh, free love, you know, it's all good. Right. Let's just hook up. It wasn't as a big scary of a deal. Scary now. Yeah. yeah, it got scary. Like right around the time, like I started having sex was like AIDS and all that, like yeah. use protection. And so I hope that that's the case. Like I hope that people are being scared and you should all use protection because I feel like it's just everyone knows it. And you hear me saying this, you're like, oh, I always do. And then people get drunk, a little buzz, yeah. they a condom. Women are ashamed about carrying around condoms, which they mm. should not be. Like you should throw that friggin' lipstick that lip gloss, your ID, and a condom when you go out at night. Yeah, it's funny. I know this couple um, from New York, and they they were telling me that they have friend guy friends who say that the women never bring up protection ever. Really? <laughs> yeah. They, they're like, oh, it's cool, unless yeah. you do. Right, and I don't understand why. Because you know what it is, and I've been there, okay? I'm not no. always a saint. I haven't been in my past. But you're in the moment and we all know it does feel good to get that penis and you know feel that yeah. penis in your vagina and then you have this moment where you're like oh it's okay you know what? and then i even hear people rationale well i know him so we can't have anything wrong mm-hmm. it's like dude i don't care who you know people can have stuff and you can't see it on their yeah. penis and so don't trust them and don't let that moment slide like don't because you're like it's new and it's going to be exciting mm-hmm. and it could also mean the herpes so I'm just saying. Carry condoms. Yeah. Oh, do you know what's funny? Well, it's not funny at all. But I hear all my friends are like, oops, I didn't have protection. I'm like, really? Okay, yeah. go ahead. Um, oh, so we're talking, I just brought up like, oh, 15 years, you know, having sex on the beach and then uh, somebody getting six months. And now I re- remember what we were comparing it to when we we're talking about the news story. The uh, six months thing was a story out of San Diego where a guy only had HIV for, since 2007 and he was dating a uh, a guy in uh, 2012, and he didn't disclose. And the guy was like, oh, you know, he was asking him, like, oh, do you have anything, blah, blah. And the guy was saying, no, 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 I don't have it. But there's a law in California, if you knowingly give, um, you know, something to someone. Any kind uh, of STD. Yeah, it's, a, it's only a misdemeanor, though. So the yeah. guy got six months. That was That's it. That's it, right? And he he's not going to do six months, right? But so this guy gives somebody else HIV and gets six months, while a guy is having sex on a beach, consensual is, sex, free love. Yeah, is up. T- 15 years exactly i don't understand really i mean that's that's crazy so people just and then people don't want to admit it because they think someone and it's the same thing with herpes so now it's like so common what is like one out of every like three or four students or people have it and they don't want to talk or a lot of them don't know but if you do know and we've talked about this a lot on loveline maybe not as much here and people just want to know like how do you bring it up to your partner and when you do, you don't, I don't know, I'm going, it's not even about the show, but but you, it's not like you're going to have a death sentence. You're not going to die. You are hopefully taking meds that will suppress it. 
And, you know, you can still have healthy sex. You should be using protection, a condom anyway, which is very, you know, which is a great way to protect someone from transmitting the disease. And you just say, hey, listen, so I have herpes. I just want you to know that. And I was diagnosed and I've taken precautions. And don't make it like the whole we got to talk about it. And hopefully you'll be with someone who's cool with it. Don't trip. Hey, happens everyone. Here's another sex in the news. What were you going to say about that? No, no, no. You have herpes? Yeah. Okay. Women fight back against revenge porn sites by copywriting her breasts. Revenge porn sites popping up left and right. Victims are forced to take extreme measures to protect themselves from potential online harassment. For a woman named Hillary, not her real name, whose ex decided to post topless pictures of her online without consent, took an unconventional approach to protect unconventional approach to protecting herself. She decided to copyright her breasts and force the images down based on infringement. <laughs> Wasn't an easy process, though. Hillary made three different registrations for over 100 R-rated images. While her pictures weren't put up in the Library of Congress, her real name uh, and the titles of the images do appear in its public catalog. On the upside... Hillary has way more rights than other victims might because she took the photos of herself. Mm -hmm. So thanks to this copyright process, she was able to get her pictures taken down from some websites. Sadly, some keep popping up. So what do you guys think? Would you copyright your body parts if they showed up on a revenge porn site? Like, what do you think about this? I just think, well, I'll tell Mm -hmm. you what I think first before I want to know what you guys think too. But people, and I know that men, this is very unpopular and you're going to be really upset with me for this, but this is the women. Listen, I know you're dating a guy and it's socially acceptable right now and he's probably saying, hey, I want to see a picture of you that's so hot last night and you want him to like you and you want to be like your friends and you send him a photo. Just know that once you press send, that that photo has a really good chance and I would even say upwards of 97 to 98% chance that that dude, no matter how great of a guy is, someone else is going to see it. Might just be the friend he's sitting next to, or it might be your revenge porn site. Okay, take your pick. Either one of those things are not good. So if you're trying to get a job one day, whatever, your breasts are now for public consumption. So I know, guys, you love getting these photos. At least chop your head off, but still, that's like a better move. But just don't do it. Like, I don't know how else to speak it because it's the norm now and you almost guys might be pre- like you know you would say guys pressure Unless sex you send I think them to guys me, it's all pre- good. guys pressure women for pictures too they do pressure mm-hmm. them i mean yeah they of course they're going to ask for them they're guys yeah. what do you expect and every single guy that i know that i'm sitting with at dinner or whatever good guy mm-hmm. friends tons of them they're like hey look at this look at this look at this one from last well, week well you hang out with sle- sleazy no. people dude you have sleazy a freaking library of sex have dates. i ever showed you anything no see dude i'm just My saying case, is closed. No, we're not, we you hang out with sleaze balls. Um, no, but what do you think about her? Like, do you think it's good? It's good to be you know, smart. I, yeah, it is. Uh, it, it's what's great is um, the guy who had like one of the biggest revenge porn sites out there is going to be doing a ton of time. Like, his, and revenge his site porn got, sites are people just sending yeah. photos of like, hey, here's my ex. Yeah, here's my ex. You know, mm-hmm. she's a bitch. Whatever. Blah blah. blah. Here's the photo. And uh, what was crazy is the guy who had like one of the biggest revenge porn sites out there. Um, is doing so much time is because he also had another site pretending to be like, oh, I can get your photo off uh, oh. revenge porn sites if you pay this fee. So he's basically like just blackmailing a oh bunch God, of people too. Oh my God, he's terrible. Yeah. Terrible person. He should go yeah. to jail. Oh yeah. He's he should doing, go to jail for 15 years. He, I think he is actually. So like the bottom more. line is just to like, just, yeah, don't take it. I know in the mm. moment you get caught up. He's like, let's make a porn baby. Like you should then delete it after, make, watch him delete it. Because I'm all for, like, you know, it can be fun, photo, you know, 
taping yourself having sex, but then just crush it, delete it. Now you don't have to like a tape. You just delete. Delete. Yeah, that's what you do. Okay, uh, Menace. Yes. I think that we should get a little bit into some uh, masturbation month right All now. right, let's talk masturbation. Okay. So, There's so many tools now for masturbation. Oh, my God. It's they're crazy, endless. crazy, right? They're endless. Wait till you see. Oh, did I bring the... I meant to put it in my car for Menace, the Fleshlight. Ah. I think it's in my car. I think it's in my car. Today I carried it out of the office yesterday. Yeah, you did, I think. It's in my car. So the launch, yeah, but but anyway, yeah, there's amazing tools, like amazing, and which I've talked about, and we're gonna be doing another show about like the specific products and all that. But let me just tell you how it started, because people think I like made it up, mm-hmm. which I did not. Um, but our good friends in San Francisco, the Good Vibration Sex Shop, were the ones who started Masturbation Month in 95, 1995. But tell me if you remember this. Mm-hmm. It was a response to the firing of then Surgeon General Dr. Joycelyn Elders, because. Mm-hmm. See, she suggested it was under the Clinton administration. I remember, well, I was working in politics at the time, so yeah. I remember this whole thing. She suggested that masturbation be included in youth education programs. Completely agree with her. But everybody went crazy. And they were like, oh my God, that's terrible. Like, don't talk about, don't talk about masturbation in public to kids, which by the way is what I think sex education should be teaching so you yeah. understand your body. Not only were people so pissed, and it was at the UN conference, um, it lost her the support of the White House, and she was fired by Bill Clinton. That is weak. Right. Who was ironically getting a blowjob in the Oval Office three yeah. years later. Okay? So they started- I inter- think if that happened now, that you know people wouldn't go that crazy over no. it. You know? Well, they would know five minutes earlier, and you wouldn't need like 12 months yeah, of testimonial. And masturbation and all the kids that they said that they're going to teach these to, they're like, I. Oh, you're saying if I that have, happened, I thought you meant yeah. Clinton getting impeached. You no, no, mean no. Joyce and Elders, yeah. Yeah, like if she brought this up today, I don't think it would be a big deal at all. And probably the young kids would be like, I have Snapchat. I already know yeah, about all this. Exactly, know? exactly. Or they think they know, but right, exactly. Yeah. So you know, um, and I love that it was it was good vibrations who started it. Which, uh, and if I mention any toys today or anything, just go to my um, our code is Emily or GV Emily twenty yeah, for twenty percent off 20. anything I answer uh, uh, talk about. GV Emily twenty is the code. But um, if you go to my website and you click on the Good Vibes banner, you can see like I have a toy store. I have like all my favorite toys mm-hmm. there. So anyway, Sweet. but first I'm going to take a quick before I get into the tips of masturbation month. That was just some mm-hmm. history for you. I'm going to tell you a little bit about, oh. Yeah, go ahead. The flashlight. Oh. Yeah. What? Yeah, the flashlight. So the flashlight. Okay, you guys. Speaking of masturbation, number one sex toy for Ben. Probably the only one you want. And we were talking earlier about the launch pad, which is actually a mm-hmm. device that you can put in your... So you stick the flashlight, which looks like a flashlight, and you can take it. It's a masturbation safe, so you put it in there, and you can attach your iPad to it. So let's yeah. say you're having phone sex, phone sex. You're watching your, you know, partner. You're doing some Skype sex, or you're watching porn. You can actually be yeah. using the machine up and down on your penis to. Uh, to make it to masturbate, but anyway, yeah. Fleshlight also makes amazing toys um, with. Are patent- you gonna make a launch pad video? I should. Well, yeah. I'm bringing it to you to give to you. Wanted it for your show, right? Yeah, they. But we have one too. About it. Yeah, yeah, I've they got one. Show it. But they also have all these really cool things, and th- these flashlights are. I mean, they for men and for masturbation. If you want to last longer in bed this month, maybe that's your goal. Maybe sometimes you just don't yeah. last as long. Stamina training unit. It's awesome. It helps you practice lasting longer, becoming a better lover, and you'll experience some of the most mind-blowing orgasms of your life. So I've heard. And the material, because I don't have a penis, but the material is made by NASA. 
patented material. It feels like the real deal. Looks and feels like the real deal. I was actually invited to the Fleshlight headquarters to watch. Yes. Because a lot of there's porn stars. There's a lot of porn stars too. If you like porn stars, which you might, she might have her vagina molded and it might be an exact replica. They're not all like this. And they wanted me to come see next week, but I can't. I couldn't go, but I'm going to go to another oh, one. So what? go to sexwithemily.com, click on the Fleshlight banner, use code EMILY, and you get a free bottle of their award-winning Flesh Lube. So check that out. Do it now. That's awesome. I, uh, I was listening to Howard Stern, and he had like uh, these porn stars that were le- leaving his show and going to get that done, where they were going to have their... Yeah. By flashlight, yeah, yeah, molded, yeah, it's awesome. So you're gonna do it, right? That's why you're going. You know what? I don't <laughs> think that I want my my vagina for public consumption. Oh, what? Yeah, no, it's not my jam. I think it's... I would have done it by now, or never done it, or I think it's not me. Just like naked photos. Yeah, I'm not gonna do a naked. I've never sent a naked photo in my life, and I'm not gonna start molding my vagina either. Nothing wrong with it. Well, Just... you're no fun. I actually found a statistic today, guys. I have I have this fact on lock. Uh, it costs, I think, five. I'm pulling up the fact right now. It costs five thousand dollars per vagina mold. Wow. Yeah, like it costs a lot of money to get your mm. vagina molded. Yeah, right, five thousand dollars for one mold. That's either lady parts or behind parts. Wow, that's a yeah. lot. Yeah. I so. mean, when I was at the AVN show a few years ago, they had them just standing there with the with the stuff in their vagina molding. Yeah. I mean, some people it's interesting. They have like this uh, these creeps. I think they're from like Sweden or something. And they do like edible. They have a website called Edible Anus. Oh yeah. And they like mold your your butt hole area and then they make chocolates out of them no thanks that sounds (laughs) not good but we do have chocolate penises in the office which i've been snacking on lately but chocolate buttholes don't sound good okay so um why do we need a month dedicated to masturbation i know Right, because you're thinking I've been doing this in third grade. I know it feels good. What the hell? Whatever. Because masturbation is more than just an instant release. It's also about your sexual health and wellness because actually the more you masturbate and you release your semen, for example, it's good for you. It's good for your prostate. And um, in any relationship that you're in, if it's sexual or otherwise, you need to know and love yourself before you can have someone else do the same. So a lot of us have self-doubt or body image issues. And it's just a great way to learn your body, and especially for women who get into relationships. And I hope this is changing with millennials. I don't know for sure. But, ah, is there robots it. yet that can, that Almost. can get you there? <laughs> Almost. Seriously, it's, we're very close. Um, but figure out where you like and, you know, figure out what feels good to you. Because, like I've said, you know, I was raised at least that it was about the man's pleasure and that the second I have sex, I'll have an orgasm because he knows what to do and it just penis goes in mm-hmm. vagina. It's like key goes into the ignition and the car starts. Yeah. Penis goes in the vagina, even orgasm. Like that's what I thought. And so then I thought something was wrong with me. Well, there was nothing wrong with me. It's that I had to take time to really, ma- I wasn't one of those women who just had it. Some women do right away. Yeah. And I had to like master, I had to like work on it. I had to walk into good vibrations when I moved to San Francisco, like from Michigan off the boat. And I was like, hi. And they're the friendliest store if you go there. And I was like, hey, because they're also online, but a store. I was like, hi, um, I haven't had an orgasm. And they're like so set up for me. Like, hi, okay. So here's your clitoris. Like they're showing me that here's the toys. And like, I for sure enough bought a toy, bought a book. And you know, I was on my way. And so it it didn't, but I went after it because I wanted to experience it. And not only that, if you already have great sex and great orgasms, you can learn more ways because our bodies have so much capacity for pleasure. And speaking of like, like I was saying, there's benefits, reduces stress. One of the biggest killers people's sex drive is stress, anxiety, all that stuff, because you have an endorphin release when you have an orgasm. Like you actually have adrenaline, the excitement, endorphins, um, reduction of prostate gland infection for men. 
So you got to masturbate. Uh, resistant to yeast or pelvic infections for women. So if you're prone to those, it helps with that. And it's an excellent cardiovascular workout. I like sweat sometimes during masturbation. <laughs> yeah. Like I've been like, oh my God, it was so hot. I pulled a muscle for sure. Did you? Yeah, mm-hmm. happens, right? Um, so women who masturbate, here's another thing though. Mm-hmm. So another, I said the big killer of, of sex drive or libido or why you don't want to have sex mm-hmm. is stress and anxiety. Another one, body image issues. Mm-hmm. Not feeling great. Ross Matthews was talking about this podcast. Mm-hmm. He's like, I think I waited too long to have sex because I'm ashamed about my weight. And so women who masturbate regularly are more likely to feel positive about their body because they feel in control and they know their own body. And it, it's shown to actually cause higher self-esteem and sexual confidence in women because when you know what makes you feel good and you realize that your body is this amazing capacity for pleasure, you'll be more confident. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I, uh, I wanted to ask if this thing was invented yet. Okay, go. If you're going to... If you're going to talk to the Fleshlight people, you know I've been talking about this for about 10 years now. Have something or like a Fleshlight that a male has sex with on one end. And then it's like USB to internet. And then on the other end, somewhere another She's part sticking of the... it in her vagina. Yes. It just oh came out. Oh, my God. It just Finally, came to our office today. I swear today. to God. It's called the Ki- Kiru. Yeah, it arrived today. It oh, literally arrived today. And it is the coolest yeah. friggin' thing Am you've I ever seen. that I talked about this 10 years Menace, ago? You did. you've been talking about and it forever. you said that I was insane. No. Yeah, I didn't get it, but I get it now. Dude, okay, so this is, I think, I don't know if it's for sale yet. Ki- it is for sale. It's like five, I think the price point we on it is like $500. Right okay, it's called the Ki, what? I want to say it right. K- K- it's K-I-I-R-O-O. Okay, right. So check this. So like Mena said, it's a flashlight and you put your penis in it. But while you're doing that, your partner on the other end at her house, across mm-hmm. the country, doesn't matter, has a dildo, mm-hmm. the vibrator that she's sticking inside of her. And you guys are connected so when it goes inside of, let's say I'm demented, we're doing mm-hmm. it together yeah. for a moment. Don't get grossed out. So you're putting it in my vagina uh-huh. and and how I'm feeling it, like if I'm tightening or whatever, you're going to feel that same thing because your wow. penis is in a flashlight that's connected to what I'm thinking. And I'm going to feel your thrusting and no it's way. like we're having sex. And it, did you see it? The picture? I'm looking it up right it's, now. It truly just came today. What? I know. It just, I've seen it at how the do you trade spell shows. It again? I think it's K I I. R um R O O O yeah cute okay. on the flashlight and there's a video and right. stuff I mean it's brand literally like I think I got like a a, a sample model like it's whoa huge. yeah dude is that what you were talking see, about see that's what I've been talking about for ten yeah. years why didn't we make it I don't know honey because we've got a lot of God. ideas that like your dump truck idea for the vibrator which is a terrible name but we, we could have done it <laughs> no but um, I do think that yeah it's amazing amazing and I've heard like virtual sex stuff is gonna you know rocking people's world I people know have seen it. right there's the, no one's gonna leave their house that's the point there's the Oculus um, um, headset, which is basically um, it's 360 3D type of type of stuff, and I, they're starting to make uh, porn with that. So, oh my god, yeah, no, be crazy. please, we already have enough issues. Yeah, but with people do you know what would be porn. cool? It's like if they had this, and then you had an Oculus thing where you actually can see the person. That'd be awesome dude that's like worse than people's addictions to video yeah, but do you know what's that's cool? just gonna get people they will never you know leave their house they'll people, never have normal sex they won't know how to talk to yeah. people in public just yeah. say, people are never gonna want to have normal sex ever again i know like yeah. why would you need to like i don't need to get sweaty again you, you don't do any of this oh what okay so then there's there's a gay version where there's two guys that can use this thing mm-hmm. and that's actually more money than the one with the uh the female male we should give one away if they're open to it i'm not gonna say it right now but yeah. we'll talk to them about it that's okay pretty cool i know what? okay well i have a menace you could it could be called the menace see 
But now it's called the Kiru. God, you know everybody and not give you the ideas, but you don't run with Dude, them. Dude, I'm busy. Okay, listen. God in my opinion, you guys... We could mas- be on a private jet right now. <laughs> my private jet is coming, Menace. I will have a... No, I don't know. You guys, just keep listening to the show and, and like, supporting it and send me money. No. You know, if you like our sponsors, you could buy yeah. some of the products, and then I'll have a private jet, and I'll drive you all, fly you all around the world. Sweet. Okay. So, listen. Here's the thing about masturbation. You don't need a partner to do it. You don't have regrets in the morning because you're feeling kind of, like... You, bad about yourself because you had sex with somebody you don't know their name. Um, take as long, as short as you like. And it doesn't matter if your apartment's messy or someone's coming over. You can still, you know, you're home alone. Doesn't matter. You can just do it anywhere, anytime. Okay, so here's the recipe. So you all have a perfect masturbation month. You need to practice. So I am not going to tell the story again about my friend who masturbated every day for 30 days until she had an orgasm and it wasn't Mm. until day 28 because I've told that story a lot. Yeah. But all I'm saying is how many people have committed to your sexual expansion, to learning your body and to knowing it makes you feel good? Because you probably already think, I know, like I get on top. If you're a woman, I have an orgasm this way. Guys are like, wow, I use my hand. So what if I told you that your body could that's great. I'm glad you get off and you know your thing, but there is so much more. Like, it's like, are we use 10% of our brain? I think we only know maybe 10% of what makes us feel good. You know, people can have orgasms and pleasure in so many ways. So for men, this month, you've got to practice. That's my first tip. So I just think that for men, again, if you maybe want to last longer in bed or just feel something different, try the Fleshlight Stamina Training Unit because this is the best sex toy for men and it turns out it's also multitasking so even if you just if not saying that you have a problem but if you just like want to last longer and it's really important for guys to to learn their arousal cycle and to know when you're about to ejaculate when you're about to go over if you want to have more control and it helps you and you freaking feels good and you know 20 minutes that's it that's for men yes do you want one do, do i tried I to want? give you one years ago you came to my office in san francisco i was like dude do you want one? Uh, You're like, hell no. No. But it, well, you know what? It wasn't a flashlight. It was a cheap knockoff. Yeah, It yeah, wasn't yeah. as cool as a flashlight. No. Okay, I'll give you it one. It was like it. some weird thing No, it was a weird Japan. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was totally yeah. a bad one. Sorry about that. Okay, for <laughs> women, you guys, um, great. You got you to gotta practice. And you got to learn about what you like and how you like it. Because whether you're with someone or you're single... And you are going to get in a relationship. This is such a great time for you to like, okay, I'm not in a relationship, but I'm going to get my sex on anyway and figure out your, your own body. Mm-hmm. So um, you might already know and you might say, well, I just, you know, reach for this vibrator and this is what I do. Try not to this month. Like for at least the, one of the days. Say, so you know what? I'm going to start giving myself a little erotic touch. So what does that mean? You know, you might want to set the mood. You might want to light some candles. You might want to uh, turn on some music and just start touching your body all over with your hands. Use some massage oil, some light, one of my Emily and Tony massage candles. Do something like that and explore different parts of your body and see what specific touches and pressures and movements feel best. And once you figure that out, then you can bring in your toy again. But like I've discovered, like there's certain toys, for example, like the magic wand that you or that you use certain ways. I'm like, okay, it's easy. It's quick. It gets me off, whatever. But then I was like, you know what? I have so many toys, as you know, and it's part of my job. I've discovered so many di- personally, like over the last, even though now that I'm actually spending time and think using them a lot over the last five, 10 years, five, six years, is that like I've, I'm not just saying like you should, like I've learned that there's parts of myself like labia, inner part of walls, I didn't think could have as many orgasms. And my clitoris, so 8,000 nerve endings, 
8,000, okay? So nothing else has 8,000. Penis has 4,000. And the only reason it exists is for your own pleasure. So the clitoris, you might know like, oh, I touch it this way every time in round circles. But maybe touching the side of your clitoris and not going directly for it could give you a completely different sensation, but you don't know. Why don't you try that yeah, one night? And then go to your go-to. Take 10 minutes exploring that. And you know, and just figure it out. And then once you figure it out, you'll be like, oh, I can do this during sex with this move and this will feel good intercourse with my partner or just keep getting it off that way. Because do you feel menace like in a relationship with someone that you kind of know what gets it? Like you do the same yeah, thing kind of every time. Just do the same thing. Right. Because you know that will get them to where they need to be. Right, exactly. You so, don't really explore anymore. No, you know, you the, stop. All the exploring is like in the beginning of the relationship, and then you kind of just yeah, you're like, this is it. We have no time, blah blah. And that's what pissed. That's why, honestly, that's why. That's why I do the show. That's why I. I feel like do we get tired of it? I never do because I I know that sex is one of the most pleasurable experiences we can have on the planet, and it's free most of the time, unless you pay for someone. It's so enjoyable and it's our bodies have this amazing expansive capacity for pleasure that we never tap into so i'm like i want people to do this i want you to see that you can have multiple orgasms if you never had that you can orgasm from anal sex for example if you're a woman and you like that kind of thing i'm just saying don't settle for what you know now it reminds me of like like you dropped out of school in the fifth grade or something and then you're like oh i only know this and this is the, the this is how i read this level but there's so much more out there it's almost like you stopped having sex when you met your partner or you know in high school people learn certain things so that's why it's important it's my soapbox yeah <laughs> i feel really strongly about it you do okay so no matter how great sex is though between you and your partner I'm saying you need some me time this this month. So, and it's funny because, you know, don't you sometimes wish that like when you had a new partner, it came with like an instruction manual? Like, I like this. I like to the left. I like to the right. Because um, as a guy, you're having sex with somebody that you like and you're like, man, I wish I knew. I knew everything because a guy, you're always worried that you're going to suck and then she's not going to come back. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. Are you in your head? Are you thinking it the You're first like, few oh, times? Man, yeah, I gotta be really good, or she's gonna like never come back, you know. So and I want to continue having sex with this person, so it'd be kind of nice to have a, you know. I a know. Handbook. I was thinking, you know, what, Matt? I shouldn't say this out loud, but I kind of mm. think like it could be my my next iPhone app because the you handbook. fill out your sexual preferences. <laughs> like maybe you do it there together, and then you exchange it, and then you already know what the other person likes, and it's like your yeah. sexual roadmap. It gets well, weird, the awkward conversation. I don't know. Or just maybe it's a funny sex questionnaire or bucket my, list. My sex map or something. My sex map. There you go. Okay, so because everyone likes something different below the belt and no one knows your body better than you. So when you're with someone new, you can start to tell them and you can even do mutual masturbation. That's a big one. Watch how each other touches all that stuff. And have some fun this month. Okay, so next you want to discover your hot spot. So this one is for the ladies. So here's the deal. Clitoral orgasms, way more popular than G-spot. But everyone says G-spot's like the holy grail. Do you know the difference after 10 years? Yes. You do. So, but there's a lot of women who just say, oh, you know what? I can't have a G-spot orgasm. I've never had one during sex. I've been with my partner for 10, 15 years, or I've had a lot of sex. I have clitoral orgasms. Game over. Mm -hmm. Guess what? Not necessarily true. You can learn to have a G-spot orgasm. Most women are capable of it, but they don't get it during with just a penis. Maybe you're... G-spot's in a different place. So, you know, if you want to find it, this is the month to get in there and figure it out. So if you don't know where your G-spot is, 
It's located to, and you can do this with a partner. In fact, fingers are the best way to find it. So if you're in a relationship, I have no problem with you at all saying, hey, buddy, let's come tonight. Give me your hands. Two inches inside the vagina on the top side of the wall, and it's actually easy to locate when you're already aroused. So it helps if you're making out, kissing, mm -hmm. maybe even goes down on you, or maybe you even already have a clitoral orgasm. Because a lot of women need a clitoral orgasm before the orgasm. So anyway, it sounds it's like a rough bean. It feels like a rough spot inside. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Got one of those? Like the bottom of your tongue. Yeah, exactly. Or the, yeah. Right, or like an apricot yeah. pit, they say, whatever, smaller though. Um, the size and location varies, but you'll know a, a bumpy walnut-like texture mm -hmm. too, they say. So next time you're treating yourself to some mm -hmm. self-loving, try inserting something new. Like try inserting the Fifi by Jeju. Is there's so many great G-spot G G-spot toys there, mm -hmm. G-spot toys out that you could actually have a clitoral orgasm the way you do, and then stick that in there and start poking around and feeling it. If the figures don't work, or if you just want it, if you're alone. And I'm telling you, I, that's, I'm going to be honest. I said this a few weeks ago and I, I, that's how I had my first one. Like I really thought that I couldn't and it took, it didn't happen the first, second, third, but I was like, oh, and you like clench your muscles and you figure it out and then you can have one and then you translate that into sex with your partner. And the Fifi is great because it was designed to help you achieve this G-spot orgasm. It's perfectly contoured, insertable shaft, has flexible ears and because it, it also has the clitoral, it's like a little mm -hmm. rabbit. Um, it takes something familiar, clitoral stimulation, mix it with something less familiar, G-spot, and then you can have the blended orgasm. The blended orgasm. Yeah. Have you found that women you're with have more G-spot or clitoral? Do you know? Uh, like, I don't know. She's just riding me. Yeah. No, mostly clitoral than G-spot. G-spot right. is... Elusive and scary. It's work, man. <laughs> It's well, less, it doesn't yeah. have to be. Yeah, it's just less accessible. I think it's like people yeah. want to go right for the the button that's right on the outside. Right. They're like, yeah. all right, let's just focus well, on you that. You know, as a guy, it's hard hard for them to hold it in. You know, right. and they're like, they go for the quicker, easier option. Exactly. And there's a lot of women that know, like, oh, I just move this way and it hits a spot. Like, honestly, mm. your G spots are in a. You're lucky they're in a certain place or however you move, but you can get into those positions that would allow you to have one. And I was going to say that, oh, and when I went to Good Vibrations, when I first moved there, I did buy a book about the G-spot, but, like, I never read it. I just mm -hmm. used the clitoral vibrator, and it took years later. So I'm saying there is a book called, like, there's a million of them, Find a G-spot. Okay. So also, here's a thing about Masturbation Month that you can do. Take your old favorites to a new level. So if you have your favorite masturbation device, but you want to upgrade it, you can do that. Because we get into a sex right. People ask me all the time. They're like... I only use this vibrator. I only do something else. Like, and if you've had your vibrator for like five, 10 years and that a lot of my good close friends who like have money, money to spend, they're like, no, I've got this old, pl I'm like, you cannot be friends with me and have that plastic janky thing from China with phthalates in it that are going to blow up your vagina. Yeah. Like there's so many beautiful sex toys on the market that are like waterproof and like rechargeable and good for you. So like go shopping, go to your local sex toy store, ask some questions, upgrade it, buy yourself something, you know? And also, I have to announce that my favorite toy, the Magic Wand, which plugs into the wall, is coming out as the rechargeable Magic Wand, cordless, this month. What? Unplugged. Yeah. Big deal. Big deal for <laughs> masturbation. It's the mascot of Masturbation Month this year. Lubricant is my final point. Because lubricant is amazing for sexual pleasure. So if you're masturbating and during sex, you might not be wet right away. So add a little water-based lube, which is great to use with toys, and start to, like, touch it. Women, research studies show over and over again that women who use lube regularly during masturbation and sex 
have more orgasms and more sexual satisfaction. Even if you're already wet and the stigma with lube, which I've talked about, is that like it's dry, discomfort, the guys feel bad, I did something wrong, I didn't turn her on. Do you still, do you don't believe that anymore, no, do you? No, no, no. You're so mature for that. So get some lube. I recommend, um, I love System Joe. They have water-based lube for women. It's amazing. Or Pure, PJUR, has a silicone-based lube for extra slippery sex with your partner. So do that. Those are my masturbation month tips, but don't worry, that is not all. There'll be more coming. But I hope I drove it home. And I think in the past years, I've just been like, get this toy, do this. But I really yeah. wanted to get home like that. If you really think this this month, you could do some different stuff and take your sex life to the next level. Do it. Like, there's no downside to this, right? No negative. Mm-mm. Okay. What are you going to do this month? I just, I committed to try and have a nipple orgasm. Oh, a nipple orgasm? I oh, had I one. knew somebody that could do that. Yeah, yeah. did you? Yeah, yeah, I did. How was that? Hot? Uh, hot. Or yeah. she just told you about it, or you were the procurer uh, of it? Procurer, but I she's had a a, a, a boob job since, so I wonder. Oh. I wonder if it mm. still happens. Well, decrease sensitivity. If I had I a if I friggin' had nipple orgasm c- c- potential, I would not get a boob job. That'd be so risky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but no, it's popular. So that's what I'm gonna do. What are you gonna do? I should find out. You should buy. Do you want a toy for your girlfriend? Uh, you know, like whatever. Can we yeah. talk after? Oh, come do you come know, to the trunk. Do, uh, your friends at Hustler like sent like five bags full of sex toys to my office. They did. Hustler yeah. Hollywood. Yeah. Why are you making? Did you take any? No, it's hi? sitting in my office. I had to like cover up stuff so when people walk in the office, they didn't see a bunch of sex toys That's all over the place. Hilarious. Yeah. Well, you know. Have a good time. There you go. Yeah. Tell your buddies at work that it's masturbation month, damn it. Oh, yeah. Okay, so uh, we're going to get in some emails. All right, cool. Uh, thank you, everyone, for emailing me. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. Love hearing from you. Okay, dear Emily, what is the protocol with bringing sex toys from a past relationship into a new one? Obviously, case by case, but generally I'm, speaking, is it an acceptable practice? I know what you're going to say, but I Dude, know what I'm going to say. Sorry, you got to throw out the old rabbit oh, she left wow. your house or the pocket rocket. No way, yes. dude. Burn it. You do not. A woman just thinking, oh my God, like there's a pubic hair on it. Like whose was that? Like do yeah. not. You have to get rid of them or give them back These to your ex. don't cost a ton of money. No, they you don't. Can replace them. Yeah. Her first reaction is like, where's that been? And where's the front door? Yeah. That'll be her second reaction. Don't do it. And now if you're in a relationship, you can buy toys together. So take her. If you're into yeah. toys, go sex toy shopping. Go to your local store. Order some stuff. Yeah. What were you going to say? No, I was, looking over, I was looking over to see if you were wearing your, uh, oh, your necklace. Oh, I was wearing my vibrator necklace earlier. Yeah. yeah. No, I was wearing it yesterday, Bean. And it turned on in the middle of the Ross Matthews show. He's like, what is that? I, was, uh-huh. I literally leaned up. It was before yeah. I even talked. I'm like, oh, I'm wearing a vibrator. He's like, how did you get so comfortable with sex that you wear a vibrator <laughs> around your neck? He's like, I don't understand people like you. I've been seeing those things pop up everywhere Where now. Where? It's called the, um, the Vesper by Crave, mm. if you yeah. want one. Tell them uh, Emily sent you. Like, oh, uh, Paris, like one of Paris Hilton's like best friends, who's like this uh, really well-known photographer I follow her on Instagram, she was like posting having one. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. They're, they're, I mean, I get, first of all, the, the best part is I wear it all the time. I get compliments just because mm. it's a cool necklace, but it's yeah. like a super powerful vibrator. So, so Chris, throw them away. Throw them away and get some new ones. That's yeah. all I got to tell you about that. If you want to get, you know, do the classy the classy one, the necklace vibrator, do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you want, yeah, no matter which one you want to spend, or you could even get a bullet. You could have like, oh, like menace. You could be like, I got this at a party. They make these little bullets, and they're like ten bucks at stores. Like screaming, mm-hmm. oh, makes them, and they're really powerful because bullets are great for clitoral stimulation. Mm-hmm. And you can be like, oh, look, I got this at a party. If you don't want to be like, oh, I have a toy full, yeah. toy full of sex 
toys, a drawer full of sex toys, but they come like wrapped, like in cellophane. They're 10 bucks. So get that um, if you're really down with it, Chris, and you want them. So. Wow. Yes. Okay. Next email. Um, all right. I'll get into this one. Dear Emily, I had a hysterectomy in August of 2014. I still have one ovary, so I don't have any major hormone issues, but I have a scar on the inside of my vagina and no cervix. I'm very self-conscious about sex now. Can a guy really tell that I'm different from a woman with a cervix? Sign Andy. Okay, Andy, this is a really popular question because women do get concerned about this and they want to know if guys, you know, their partners can tell if they had hysterectomy. And most guys will not be able to. And um, many women report they even have stronger orgasms and men feel like they can go in deeper. This would also be a great time. You can practice your Kegel exercises. I have an iPhone app called Kegel Camp that can increase tightness and you can practice um, tightening your muscles. But but it's really common. And I found this really interesting because um, she has no cervix. So like people would say, oh, this is an empty hole. And guys are like, I can't feel anything, which isn't true. So if you had a bowl of spaghetti... And let's say there was like a large meatball in the middle. Mm-hmm, delicious. And then someone ate the large meatball. Yeah. The space where the meatball formerly occupied it would be replaced by the spaghetti. Mm-hmm. So no one would know the meatball was ever there. So a woman's pelvis is like a bowl filled with bowel, the spaghetti. <laughs> and if the uterus, the meatball is removed, the bowel falls into the space formerly occupied by the uterus and there is no empty space. Wow. Yeah, how about that? That makes sense, everyone? Dude, I'm like really you. hungry now. I know. Look I want to the analogies. I know. But look at that. So also people think their vagina is going to feel different than their husband. And studies show, and they've talked to a lot of guys, every single man who returned the questionnaire said their wife's vagina felt exactly the same as before the hysterectomy. And the majority felt that their relationship did not suffer. So there's a lot of myths and questions and concern. And so I totally understand you're feeling this way, but don't let this Andy get in in way of your sex life and insecurities. There's already enough stuff to worry about and you're totally fine. Yeah. And uh, since we're talking about meatballs, (laughs) there's a meatball spot in front of the Britney Spears theater inside Planet Hollywood in Las Vegas. Just FYI, if you're into (gasps) meatballs. Really? Yeah. So have you been to her show? Little note. Yeah. I've been he, in a show. Was I was just there just recently. We talked about it on the podcast. Jeez. Dude, you know I don't remember what happens in God, these walls. Why do you hate me so much? I live for you. <laughs> okay, so, hey, Emily. I heard you on the Loveline podcast, and you told the caller that there is a remote control vibrator for women that the guy could control with his phone. Is there anything like that for gay couples? I'm sure Thanks, there Bert. is. Well, Bert, funny you should ask. There is the, I think I was probably talking about the Dua by Jeju, but mm. now there's the Nuo, and it's an anal toy for him or for her, mm-hmm. I would recommend that one. It can be controlled with a discreet pen. Sh- it's like a pen-shaped remote, and it has an app. So on your Bluetooth, like on your phone with Bluetooth, you can have sensual long-distance play and intensifying foreplay, enhancing pleasure during sex. So you can basically say, okay, babe, or you can even use the Duo. You can use any of these because... I don't know where you get turned on. I know that you're saying gay, so I'm assuming this is an anal toy. So I'm making mm-hmm. that assumption that this one you'd like, the Nuo, N-U-O, um, by Jeju. But there's a lot of them out there now. There's one by Oh My Bod, but that's like more clitoral. But So let's just stick with this. But here's how they all work. Is that you download the app from Jeju on your phone. So let's say your partner is somewhere. You know, you're like, hey, babe, let's have a sex date at 8 o'clock. You could even take it on Skype, FaceTime. And you, he could control it for you. So he can be like, okay, right now the vibration, you're like, I got it on. And then you're controlling it. It's like, how cool is that? Super cool. So if you're in a long distance relationship, yeah. or you just want to, like, you know what else is fun, I think, because there's actually a physical remote control too, that yeah. you could go out 
to dinner and have him wear yeah, it. You tried that once. Or I no? did try you that once. Try Do you remember? I went to a party with a guy. This was in San Francisco years mm. ago. I had the remote control panties, and I was wearing them at this party. And it was, um, it was he had a little remote control in his pocket, mm. and it was super fun. It was like total foreplay all night. Because I would be not, I'd be you know me at parties, yeah. whatever. I don't talk to the person I'm with mm-hmm. typically. I move around and I'd be talking to someone else and I'd be like, you can't yeah. hear it though. And I'm like, wow, that's so hot. And he was like, I can control. Yeah. <laughs> All this stuff is fun, you guys. This is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. sex is fun. If you are having sex the same way, like, go buy some freaking vibrating panties. Call it a day. Yeah, whatever. Whatever, dude. Um, so that's what I've got time for, Menace. It was great. This seeing was you, so great to seeing you too. No, thank you to all the listeners. They tweet. They tweet I know, me all I the lo- time. I love my list. Our listeners, and I just thank you. Yeah, uh, cool. No, I, I really, you guys, I, I would not be able to do this without you. And I love hearing from you and how it's changed your life. And I, I do appreciate you all every single day. So thank you. Yeah, and if there's anywhere that you listen to the show and you can review or comment, even if you're like, tell your friends, a great show, just. Do Just it. Yeah. Do, tweet it. If you're like, if you're on Twitter, you're like, Emily, I loved your last episode. Tweet me. I would love it. I'm on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. It's at sex with Emily and Facebook is slash sex with Emily. And uh, yeah, you can find Menace. Menace. Just M-E-N-A-C-E on Twitter and Instagram. Love it. Okay, everyone. And uh, thanks so much for listening. Was it good for you? Email feedback at sexwithemily.com. What's a little uh, penis and vagina talk without talking about promescent and lasting a little longer in bed? So I want you all to have amazing sex. I want you all to have the sex life you deserve. And let me tell you about promescent. Well, not only do one in three men suffer from premature ejaculation where you only you ejaculate like in a minute or less or before you want to, this quickly absorbing delay spray by Promescent allows you to have the sex you want because it lasts twice as long. So if you last four minutes in bed, you'll last eight to 10. And it doesn't transfer to your partner. You apply it on your penis like 10 to 15 minutes before intercourse. And you'll last twice as long and she won't even know. You can t- Hopefully you're in a relationship, you can tell her, but whatever. It doesn't matter. You can do it and you will last longer and enjoy sex more. And then she'll get there and you'll both get yours and it'll be awesome. Thousands of urologists are recommending Promescent. It's the only FDA-approved treatment for lasting longer in bed. So check it out, P-R-O-M-E-S-E. 